everyone. Welcome to our very first episode of Unheard. Today, we are with a special guest, Maddie. She's going to be telling us about her journey with albinism. Alrighty, Maddie. Hello. Hey there. How is How are you doing? I'm doing pretty great. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Thank you for having me. No problem. So, why don't you explain what albinism is for our listeners who don't know what it is? Albinism is a genetic disorder. It's hereditary. You get it when both parents have the gene, and there's a 25% chance of their child having it. It's when your body is unable to produce melanin in your skin, eyes, and hair. So, very pale... Blonde hair, blue eyes. So basically Elsa. Basically (laughs) Elsa. (laughs) Wow. Well, that's interesting. You said there's a 25% chance? Yes. If both parents carry the gene, there's a 25% chance. Um, About 1 in 20,000 babies are born with it each year. What? Wow. Everyone, we have a pretty rare girl over here. (laughs) So, Maddie, go ahead and tell us, what does your daily routine look like? How does albinism affect your routine? Um, when I'm inside, it doesn't really affect me much, the actual albinism part. The visual impairment part, it does. But albinism-wise, the only thing that would affect me is if I decide to go outside for a long period of time, I have to have, a ha- have, to have sunscreen. Um, and if I don't, I can't be out there for that long. Because it's very easy to get sunburned. And why is that? It's because melanin is what protects your skin from the UV waves. Without that, it's easier for them to get into your skin. You you get vitamin D 20 times faster than someone with melanin. So sunburns happen really quick. I see. So, like, about how long can you, like, be in the sun without it burning i'd say 15 to 20 minutes maybe oh wow yeah so what i heard i mentioned i heard you mentioned visual impairment what what is that so i'm moderately blind Mm -hmm. which means my vision is not bad enough to call me legally blind, which is where the blind spectrum starts, but right. it is bad enough that um, glasses do not correct my vision. I have to have an excessive amount of visual vision equipment, um, you know, special ed teachers at school, vision teachers. It basically means my eyes don't function the way they're supposed to. <laughs> wow. And is that because of albinism? Like, is that an effect, a side effect of it? Yes. Albinism is the cause for my visual impairment. I see. So are there any, like, surgeries or medications that you can take or have taken in the past that have helped improve your visual impairment or albinism? There is nothing to to help treat or cure albinism. There is... You know, you can help side effects of it. Like, um, it's very easy to bruise with albinism. You can help prevent that. I see. With, you know, um, visual impairment-wise, there is not a cure for 
my visual impairment. There's not a surgery that would help my vision. So, um, let's see. So, what is, what would you say, in your opinion, is the best and the worst part about having albinism? I think the best part is um, how rare it is and knowing that, like, when you meet someone else with albinism, you have this sense of, like, you know, you finally found someone like you and it's, like, this great big moment. Yeah. You know? Um, The worst part, I'd say, is um the discrimination you get i would get bullied because i was too white because i wasn't tan enough yeah that's probably the worst part what what sort of in bullying have you encountered um it was more so in elementary school and a little bit of middle school i haven't experienced anything in high school but uh, kids wouldn't want to sit at lunch tables with me. Kids wouldn't want to be friends with me. Um, you know, people wouldn't want to share, like, pencils or anything with me because I was different. Mm-hmm. You know, that was really the extent of it. Yeah. And I know, like, so many kids these days experience bullying. So... And I, that can take a real big toll on kids, especially. So how did you how yes. did you cope with all that? How did you get through it? I know when I was younger, my mom mentioned that there were days where I would come home from school crying because of it. And from what I remember, I would go home, I'd get a snack, and I'd sit with my family, and we'd watch a TV show or a movie or something. And of course, as like a seven-year-old kid, it was automatically better. Because <laughs> food fixes everything. Yes, of it makes course. everything better. Well, were there any sports that you played that are like specifically for people with albinism or people who suffer from visual impairment? There are actually multiple sports for kids with visual impairments. Wow. Um, I go to a summer camp each year. It's called Camp Abilities. It's all over the United States, and I think it's in some other countries too. You learn games like beat, beat, goal ball. You learn how to swim. Um, there's a lot of things, you know, tandem biking. Oh. And it's really, really fun. You pl- you beat baseball and goal ball. Those are played blindfolded. Everyone plays them blindfolded, even if they don't have any vision, just to make sure the game is fair. Um, and you use your sound wow. instead of your sight. So is it's- it like soccer? Or basketball? Goalball is really not like any of those. You really, you sit on the ground, there's tape and rope. So there's rope tape to the ground, and that's how you feel where you are. And there's a ball, and it has jingle bells in it. And you pass it from side to side, and you have to make sure you get the ball before it reaches the rope behind you. That's how the other team gets a point. Um and there's three people on each team. So six people play the game, and then there's one. That sounds actually very fun. <laughs> yeah. And the really cool part is there's actually professional beat baseball and goalball teams. Seriously? Yes. Wow. They're... I've met the professional beat baseball team quite a few times. I think about maybe three or four times. What? They're really cool. That's crazy.
So one thing that I know you've talked about a lot, what is driving going to look like for you? So I get to drive, which is really exciting. Yay. Um, there's the Yay. <laughs> there's this thing called bioptics, and it's a pair of glasses that have my prescription in it. But at the top, there's a telescope. You mm. look up, you're looking in the telescope, and you look straight and looking through the glasses. And with the telescope, my vision is 20 over 25. Oh. Without the telescope, it's 20 over 160. So it's a huge improvement for me. Yeah. Um, and I get to drive with no restrictions, meaning I can drive day, night, rain, fog. Wow, that's as long. That's really great. Yeah. Are bioptics? <laughs> are bioptics? Are they pretty common with people who have albinism or visual impairment? Um. So I have a lot of friends who are visually impaired, and um. Out of all of those friends, most of them are in high school. I've only seen one other person with a pair of bioptics. And I don't think they even used them to drive. I think they had them for a different reason. Mm -hmm. But I have not seen many people with them. Oh, I see. Yes. So, on lighter note, what are some of the dumbest or weirdest questions you've ever got? Let's see. Weirdest questions I've ever got. Well, there's that thing of like people holding their fingers up asking how many oh, they are. Yes. That you know. What else is there? People will ask if I have a sixth sense, which I don't think is dumb because if you think about it, like there's a loss in one of my senses, so it would kind of be- make sense if I did have a sixth sense. Right. Well, and do you? No. (laughs) That would be cool, though. That would be cool. Do you think, like, your other senses are enhanced, maybe? Yeah, I actually did research on this, and people with visual impairments, since their sight is lowered, their other senses, mostly their hearing, are usually heightened because Mm -hmm. we tend to use our ears more than our eyes. Right. We do have heightened senses in a way. Well, that's that's pretty cool. Yes. So, what do you wish people who didn't have albinism or a visual impairment, what do you wish they knew? Or what would you tell them? Hmm. What would I wish they one of the things is like that I talk about all the time is how it would be a lot more helpful if people realized that blindness is a spectrum and it isn't just you say, oh, I'm moderately blind. And then people assume, oh, she has no vision. She can't see anything. Yeah. There's moderately blind, then legally blind. And then blindness is a spectrum all the way from 2200 to like 21,000. Oh, it's wow. Spectrum. And even when someone is completely blind, they can still have light perception. So they can see where lights are. They can see glitter reflecting on the sun. Yeah. 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 Like I never, I never knew that. I always thought if someone was legally blind, that means that they're they can't see at all. Yeah. I, that's something that I've learned too. It's just yeah. It's not something that's 
talked about like a lot of disabilities aren't really talked about in the able community because unless they have a friend or family member with that disability they don't really have to learn about it but i still think it is important that they do yeah 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 i think that's definitely important that people know that because a lot of the times like things like albinism and blindness it's always very categorized like oh you have albinism so the only thing you suffer with is like blonde hair like really blonde hair and I think that's that kids and adults even really need to learn more about all that because so many people may not I mean it's pretty rare but whenever they do cross it I feel like they should have some sort of knowledge about it yes Alrighty, what does anyone else in your family struggle with visual impairment or have albinism? So my sibling Kate, uh, my sibling Ember, sorry, there was a name change recently. My sibling Ember has albinism. They're thirteen, about to turn fourteen, and then my youngest sister Ava also has albinism. She just turned eight. They have visual impairments. Ember's. His vision is about 20 over 100 without glasses, 20 over 80 with them. So his vision, thankfully, is not as bad as mine. And then Ava, her vision is about 20 over 40. So she really got, she got off on the nice end. Wow, yeah. And do they struggle with a lot of things that you did when you were a child? I feel like it's less for them because when I was younger, my parents had no clue what any of it was. And right. so they were learning with me. And my mom was actually talking with me about this recently that because they learned from me, um, Ember and Ava had it off much easier right. because they knew what they were doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you knew, like, whenever you get older, if you have, if you plan on having children, would you, and they have albinism, how would you, how would you react? Honestly, I really wouldn't care that much. Like, I would be a lot more protective of them when it comes to sun, and I would make sure they get all the medical care and all the help they need, but honestly, I don't really care. Like, if they have albinism, they have albinism. Yeah, that's really great. All right, and then for our last question today, what are some of your dreams and aspirations that you have for the future? I Ever since I've, li- I've been little, I've wanted to do something in the medical field, which a lot of people would say that isn't possible with my vision. But I will find a way, and I will do it. <laughs> yes, you will. And- yeah, driving was always one of them, and I found out that I can do that, and that was very exciting. That That is exciting. Yes. Alrighty, Maddie. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you for having me. You are very much welcome, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Alrighty, everyone. So that was Madison with her story of albinism. It's truly inspiring, and... She's just a wonderful person. So, I hope y'all enjoyed this first episode of Unheard. We'll have a second one coming out very soon.
Have a great day. Bye.